about Addie's drinking and putting that away. All right. Drinking her water. She's drinking her water. That one is water. <laughs> it says water, but it's is it really? Good evening, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. You are listening to episode number two? Two-ish? Depends on which well, podcast. Well, considering... Considering we, we, the, we, we considered it episode zero just to see if it would fly. Yeah. So this might be episode one. This is indeed the Flaming Meeple podcast. I am Chris Francis, your host, one of them anyway. And as always, I am uh, joined by a couple of my best friends. Uh, I have the Flaming Meeple himself, Danny George. That's right. That's me. And then Mrs. Meeple, who we, we've kind of given her the name and she's kind of stuck into it because we're not giving her the chance. Miss Addie oh, George. Hello. Hey, Franny. Yo. What did Tennessee? What did Tennessee? The same thing, Arkansas. Dad jokes with Danny. That's going to happen. That's going to have to happen here. I'm going to turn these down just a little bit here. (laughs) This is episode one or episode two of the Flaming Meeple podcast. As we said, we are going to talk some about board games and some other nerdy things and stuff like that. But before we do... A little bit of an introduction is needed here. Um, and this is where you guys are going to do a lot of the talking here because, well, it, it's about you. Yeah. Danny, you are the flaming meeple, as I've said. That's right. Oh, man, that's a story. Um, so that's what we want to know. So so tell us about the story. And Addie, since you're a better storyteller, make sure he gets it right. So She, she, she has a much better memory for everything. Um, so I was driving to work one day at the animal clinic I was working at at the time. I stopped at a Chick-fil-A drive-thru to get breakfast. I go ahead and place my order and I'm pulling up to the, to the drive-thru window and all of a sudden my car just stops. It won't move. So I have no idea what's wrong with it until a guy walking across the parking lot going into Chick-fil-A yells out to me, Hey bro, you got smoke under your car. I thought it was there's fire under your no, car. No, he said, hey, bro, you got smoke under your car. Mm-hmm. Like, huh. Either way, that's a bad thing. Yeah, that's usually bad news. So you're like, huh, that doesn't sound right. So I put the car in park. And I'm sitting, like, between... If any of you have ever been to a Chick-fil-A, usually when you get past the menu, there's a trash can and then the um, pickup window. Keep in mind, so- this was long before COVID and before you had people outside of Chick-fil-A taking yeah, out your order the, for this, you. This, this is back when you actually went to the drive-thru window This was like, what, three years ago? Yeah. How, yeah. how old were the twins? They were just... They hadn't hit a year old yet. How old are they now? They're four. over four. Yeah. They just turned, they just four, turned four, four before Christmas. So, yeah, they were, they were about, they were about a, a year Yeah, because they were already in their big girl car seats. They were probably <clears throat> so year and a half. I get out of the car, and I see the smoke billowing from underneath. And uh, I'm in my scrub pants. I don't have my shoes on yet. And my scrub top and wallet are sitting in the passenger seat next to me. No, my scrub top sitting in the passenger seat with my shoes. And my wallet is sitting kind of sort of in the cup holder center console area. So I get out and I see the smoke. And next thing I know, I start seeing some flames underneath the hood. And I'm like, okay, this, this, this shit really isn't right. And uh, I asked the uh, people at Chick-fil-A, hey, I need a fire extinguisher because my car's on fire. In your drive-thru And line. they stick the head out the window like, oh, dude, yeah, here you go. And I pop the hood. 
Start trying to use the fire extinguisher on it. Meanwhile, the folks at Chick-fil-A have already called the fire department who's on their way. So I'm trying to put out the flames. It's not doing any good and the fire is just getting worse. He melted the trash can at the Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Okay, before we go any further, where are the girls at the moment? Oh, they're at home. They're at home with me. Okay. This yeah. is first thing in the morning. I was morning. on my way to work. They weren't in school yet, so they must have been not quite one. Yeah. Um, and so, try to do that. It's not doing any good. So I have the folks in the Chick-fil-A evacuate everybody from inside the restaurant because we have no idea what the hell's going to happen. I back away about 100 feet or so. And, and I get a phone call. The fire department shows up. And, well, yeah, that's right. As the, as the fire department's on their way, like right before they show up, I call and I get Addie. And keep in mind, this Ultima had, been, had mine. been Addie's car previously until we traded in my Envoy and got her road. So when we traded in my Envoy, I took over driving the Ultima. So I call Addie and I say, Hey, uh, sweetie, I need you to come pick me up from the Chick-fil-A uh, on State Bridge past Old Milton because the car's on fire. Baloney. It was not nearly that calm. The phone call went, hey, honey. Yes, dear. Are the kids awake? Not yet. Why? Um, my car's kind of on fire. You think you can come get me? What do you mean your car's on fire? No, like it's in flames on fire fire like it might be on fire <laughs> like it might like blow it's up possible that my f- car is on fire and then it was where are you and he goes i'm at chick-fil-a and then i get this photo that comes through to my phone of the car fully engulfed in flames with a melted chick-fil-a <laughs> trash can next to it yeah um so, it must have either been in the summer or the kids were younger because it was they were summer. with me. It, it was it was summer because it was right before I went to the hiring event for overhead. Okay. So I, I do think, remember that. Yeah, um, so they were like 18 that. months. So early summer. But they weren't yeah. in school because it was so summer. So the meeple part of it, even though, yes, we know you're a gamer and all that, and you know, but you had some stuff oh, in the back of your car. Yeah, I, I always kept board games in my car with me. Um, in this case, I had Blood Rage, Grim Forest, um, Way of the Panda, Way of the Panda, and oh, um, Potion Explosion. No, not Potion Explosion. Oh, uh, the one that's like Pandemic, but you play as the virus. Plague Inc. Plague Inc. Thank you. Yes, Plague Inc. I had those in the car. Um, and so car's on fire. Fire department shows up, gets the fire put out. Um, Someone hands you your wallet at some point. You get, get your my, wallet out of the I car. May, I get my wallet out after they put the fire out because, well, I need my ID. And it I was have, melted, And by I the have way. my scrub top and shoes. I had already gotten those out. And so I go in the chick fil I go in the Chick-fil-A and I'm already trying not to cry because this has been a lot going on. And yeah, so I go in the Chick-fil-A and I'm like, hey, I had the drive-thru order. I just need to pay for my food. <laughs> and uh, my wife's on her way to pick me up so I can go to work. Like, you know what? <laughs> You've had a really bad day. It's on us, man. Don't worry. Well, about that's good. It. In the yeah. meantime, let's figure out how to get the car out of the drive-thru so that the line of cars waiting so, can start to get their food. No, no, there was no line of cars. <laughs> there were a couple cars by the time I got there. Yes, because the fire was out. Uh, 
Um, so they, yeah, they towed the car away. I still went to work smelling like smoke because, well, that's I what he does. Yeah. Work ethic is a thing. Mind, had to take my mind off of yep. what just happened to me. Yep. So um, to to take it a step further, all this transpired, and yes, there were board games in the car, but it, and, you you didn't get flaming meeple that day. No, I did. It was a while out. It was, it was after, so we had gone to. Um, I was. The, it, it was like a week later or a few days later when I was off again the following weekend or something, and we went to where the car was towed to. And to you know, clear out personal belongings stuff in there. That still wasn't how it happened. Still, no. No. Danny's really bad at telling his own story here. I was doing some very basic vinyl decaling at the time. This was long before I got into I epoxy. This happened before you gave me the cup, though. With the... No, this is when it came up. I was really? putting the decal on the cup and texted Franny or message Facebook messaged yeah. Franny and said, "How funny would it be if I put this meeple on fire?" I and died went, laughing. Oh my goodness. And he starts laughing. I'm like, I don't know. Dan's still pretty upset about it. I this was, could backfire on me. Do you I, have my back I if it backfires? In, I was in a really bad mood for a few days and really torn up about it. Yeah. But w- the, when she showed me this, she goes, I need you to see this. And I'm like, okay. And I looked at it. I'm like, this is incredibly funny. He's either going to love it. Or he's gonna kill us both. <laughs> there, and that's why I was like, "There's no in between." Franny, do you have my back if he decides he's <laughs> killing us both? Yeah. So she makes it and shows it to me. And says, "She's, I'm gonna give it to him tonight." I'm like, "Okay, cool." So she gives it to you. Yeah. Go for it. And I just started laughing. Yes. Like so, whenever I'm mad, I, I have two reactions when something happens to me that is usually not good. I either get real upset Mm -hmm. and completely shut down, or I just start laughing uncontrollably. Heads up, the same thing happened when we found out we were having twins. Yeah. And I I just started I just started laughing. I and I thankfully I have a dark sense of humor and thought it was the greatest thing and I love that cup. And about a week later, mm-hmm. he decided he was changing over his YouTube channel and everything else and the yeah. Flaming Meeple took hold. It, it was born that day. Um, and, and to add a little bit of, a, of an addendum to that, um, the community around this area in Atlanta, once they found out that you lost oh, yeah. some stuff, Michael Chanel uh, especially. I played a lot of Warhammer and, with him and he, he was a pretty good friend of mine. He works mm-hmm. for Simon. He right. had me meet him at Gigabytes one day. He's like, hey, I've got something I need to give you. Can you come meet me up here at the shop? Like, yeah, sure. I go meet him. We're playing some uh, you know, game of Song of Ice and Fire because mm-hmm. Ice and Fire had just come out. Really good game. Really so good love game. It. Um, and he says, hey, come out to my car real quick. I need to give you something. And he gives me, mind you, my copy of Blood Rage that was lost in the fire it wasn't a Kickstarter edition. I had piecemealed everything together, and I was mm-hmm. missing the uh, Wolf Clan yep. to make it the full Kickstarter set. He gives me a full Kickstarter pledge with some extra stuff mm-hmm. um, for uh, Blood Rage. And so that has always been one of my favorite games, and yep. now even... 
after that is probably my most prized game. And didn't we get a couple others of those taken care of as well? I don't think we got Plague Inc. replaced. I haven't replaced Plague Inc. or Grim Forest yet. I thought, oh, oh I've got Grim Forest, so yeah. you, don't, you don't need it because I have I it. Exactly. By the way, that's a really good game as well. Cool. And for the record, so. that was not the end of Fires for that calendar year either. Oh yeah, the, the fires continued. In yeah, this that, and then you tried to burn down the house with a stove. Oh, that was Addy that did that. Yeah. How was that me? You're the one that preheated the oven for our potato skins. I did preheat the without oven without checking the inside of the oven after some friends of ours had been here. No, that wasn't. That had nothing to do with it. The plastic was not in there that night. You're combining stories again. Really? The orange lid was a totally different event. Was it? Yes. You sure? Positive. There was no orange lid. The problem was our element burned and the flames ensued. And I was panicking because we had twin toddlers upstairs asleep. And this is late at night. And out of reaction, Dan, we had tried to turn the oven off. Of course, we closed the door. We had done several other things. <laughs> and then we proceeded to take a fire extinguisher to the oven. For the record, don't Which, ever take a fire way, extinguisher to the oven. It's not recommended because, uh, well, that's electrical. So we don't make this podcast for how to put out a fire no. because no, obviously <laughs> we are these a, guys are rank amateur at best with that. A... a Pyromaniac mm. and a fledgling pyromaniac, yep. and the pyro has PTSD. Yep. I forget so, what the third one was. There were three fires, like pretty back to back to back, that we made a comment about. Um, but I can't remember what the third one. I was I can't now. remember what it is either. But I'm, I'm I remember hearing about it. Well, like yeah. a, like another one really, <laughs> like yeah. yeah. So so the flaming meeple's born, reached out from the from the community, yep. and it's been a, a staple of at least Atlanta area ever since. You know, there's there, there's some people around here who know who we are, and you've got a few uh, people uh, on your YouTube channel as well, yeah. which you probably should start start playing some more games and all that again, and again. yeah, or start finding a way to stream your World of Warcraft again. You're not talking about that. That's not is, talk about I that. I think we need to. T- I think we need to take a moment and touch on the. Do we need to have an intervention here? Addiction that has been created with World of Warcraft. What addiction? He, he I had been out of it for quite a while. An addiction implies I'm on it every single day. The last time I the last time I played World of Warcraft was two days ago. Prior to that, it had been a week. To be we fair, were playing yesterday while we were waiting for my parents to pick up the girls. Okay, I'm sorry. I played for 25 minutes yesterday. It still counts. <laughs> but to, to be fair about it, he's getting pressure from almost all sides from that. Like, Gilmore's playing it, and, and uh, Chad's playing it, and Becky's playing no, it, even though she's on different... I thought he was. Nah. Well, he's smart. You know, I, I'm refusing to play it because I know it will suck all of my time. Yeah. Um, this is not the first time that this same group of guys has tried to play an RPG together. It is not. Yeah. We did it with Elder Scrolls Online. And I just... I got so overwhelmed with that like you know what you guys can have this so i don't need it but so flaming meeple games it's not just board games it's card games and it's video games and all that um we also uh want to make it known that that we are um we do have affiliate links for everything we talk about here so we can yeah anything that we can anyway so if there's um so if we talk about it in an episode if you look at the episode description you'll see in uh, down there that we'll have affiliate links like for example for last week we had it for um rival rival restaurants which is phenomenal uh we didn't get one for project l because it's not on uh, amazon right. that and i even saw if we can't get an fleet. affiliate link if we yeah. can find a shopping yeah. link we'll try 
try and give it to yeah. you guys in case you're interested um, in the game. But for regardless. stuff like for stuff like that, if we don't f- have an affiliate link, go find the website like boardcubator yeah. board is where Project L comes from, and support those guys. We definitely appreciate them and what they do and all that. And we we'll want to make our sure best to link those, and so they'll yep. be in both the pro- the podcast yeah. description and on the blog yeah. where even, we can. Even if we do have an affiliate link. Go check your local game store first. Absolutely. Before Absolutely. buying it from Amazon or eBay or wherever. If you have if you have a mom and pop local game store around and um, they have they sell board games there, absolutely go do it. Yeah. I found one in Hiram uh, really? yesterday when I was there. I know. I don't it's called uh, it's like something like Finders Keepers or something. I don't remember, don't remember exactly what it's called. And a lot of these called. games that we've talked about have come from kickstarter or have had you know they may or may not be available to your local game stores yet we'll we'll do our best to help you find them if you need them but um be sure to check out the podcast description but also over on our blog and website over at flamingmeeple.com we'll try and put as much information there as we can which we all have real email addresses for too now yeah i haven't used mine yet it's called killer finds um this was a really cool store you open the door and you walk in and to the left you have vintage video games uh, like uh, like big cabinets. Oh, there's there's only three or four of them, but they're still really yeah, cool. Still. But they carry magic. They carry board games. They carry uh, RPGs. They carry old vinyl. They carry uh, old, old Nintendo games and stuff. They have a little bit of everything in there. They have an area where they can you can play magic and do art, uh, D&D and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. Little mom and pop place. It's actually a, a oh, guy and like three or four of his daughters there, and they were all super cool, super nice. Yeah. So it was really neat. But we do have some games we want to talk about today. Yes. Uh, and again, these will be on affiliate links when, uh, when we get the, the podcast up. The first one we want to talk about is that little one right over there, right next to your oh, Coca-Cola. Yeah. This is a little tiny tin game. Yeah, so it's, it's called Mint game Cooperative. Mint Cooperative. Tell us a little bit about Mint Cooperative there, Danny. I absolutely hate Mint Cooperative. Okay. 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 I don't hate it. It's after... So the rules initially don't play as written. Um... And so after the first three consecutive losses with just Addy and I, and then two more with Franny along with us, putting us at five losses. Um, we did we, win one with Franny that night because we got lucky and all three Mayhem cards yeah, were right we on top. Yeah, we got lucky. But um, we started looking at the rules a little more and trying to look at some errata and FAQs. And what we decided to start doing with it to make it a little more balanced, I guess, to say, was when, so in Mint Cooperative, you're playing as superheroes, trying to protect the city from various villains like Nick Oteen and, um... It all has stuff to do with, like, dental stuff. Yeah, it's all dental-themed. Perry Odontis or something like that. Yeah, and so you flip over a, a a trouble card each turn you roll you roll your four dice and that tells you whether you flip over one two or three trouble cards for each trouble card for a trouble card when you flip it over that will have certain cities highlighted and you remove however many mints from those cities and then you increase the panic as stated on there the way it's written in the rules is you remove the mints and then you add all, all the cities panic. Mm-hmm. So just right. to clarify on this a little bit, because I, um, in working on the blog especially, I have been looking for it to make sure we weren't reading it wrong. All of us had read it multiple times before we started it. Um, there is a version of the rules that specifically says to targeted cities. Yeah. So right. I don't know if there were multiple prints right. of this, but 
there are we're not making this up as our own kind of rule. This right. is the way it right. seems to be printed. Right. We maybe just got an early version or we, something. I think you have, kickstarted this. Yeah, this is a, this was a Kickstarter version yep. of it. Yeah, so this is a, a, a two to five player game that's made by Poketo, and it's just literally the size of an Altoids tin. Yeah, and uh, it was ten bucks on yep. Kickstarter, bucks. and they've done several of these. I think this is their fifth or sixth mint game, and they've all been different types. This one is yeah. kind of that cooperative, um, what's re- reverse uh, uh, area control game. Yeah. Typically, their games from looking at their other, and this is the first mint game I've backed. Yeah. Um, their other games seem to be, um, you know, one versus one or right. versus one versus one. Sure. Um, but yeah. this one I backed because it was cooperative, and I know Addy tends to be more of a fan I of co-op games. Favor sure. So I thought it would be fun to try, and especially being a small game, I'm a little bit of a sucker for those because right. I like carrying some games with me. Sure. Because you never know when you'll find yeah. when you'll be somewhere to play a game. The novelty of it is the size of the game. Yeah. Um, and when it's you, pretty simple to yeah. pick up. It's pretty simple for you to introduce yeah, somebody right. else it is. to. It's, it, yeah. it is easy to learn. You just have to you have to be aware of those hurdles and be aware of the corrected rules that are out there. Correct. Yeah. Um, and I think you hit it right on the head uh, when, even though you were joking with it when you say that you absolutely hated the game. Yeah. I, it, I This is a game that uh, after one or two times playing, I'm like, okay, I'm really bored with this game. Because yeah. even though it's a really neat novelty, it's a really neat concept, when it comes to uh, the way it was made, again, the, the novelty is the size of it. You, mm-hmm. know? Um, you can't fit a whole lot of things of really super quality in a Altoid 10. Mm-hmm. The gameplay for me is just, it's its just not there. Uh, I, 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 I can see how it could be a little better if you are looking at some of the other uh, some of the other villains uh, yeah. that, that are mm-hmm. harder and all that. Uh, or that there may be a little bit more engaging things in there, but when oh, I compare it to things like like Marvel uh, Marvel United, yeah. uh, that is definitely a cooperative game that has a lot yeah, of the same elements as that in there, um, uh, where you're going around trying to uh, keep minions and, and mm-hmm. supervillains and stuff off of you. That's a lot more engaging to me than something like this. Now, again, for t- uh, granted, Marvel Cham- Marvel uh, United is what sixty nine dollars for the, for the base version, yeah, and, and that's is, ten bucks. You this, get what you pay for. This, yeah. this is definitely designed to be the smaller pocket game. Yeah, right. like, you're not taking right. Marvel United uh, right. in your pocket Correct. out to dinner yeah. to have something Correct. to play while you're waiting for your Correct. Uh, quick play while you're waiting around for something or someone else to show up. Right. Or even for a quick icebreaker to, to warm things up for game night. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, the gameplay for me. The first few times we played, I didn't care too much for the gameplay. After we found those cor- the correct rules, right. I started to enjoy it a little more. Yeah. What I like best about it is how tense it can get once you're getting up in that panic. Like, all right, we have two mayhems. We to need five. one more. How are we going to survive right. and not get another six panic and lose the game? And you, you know, you, 
it's a lot of luck involved with that. Yeah. And the the way that it goes is that the panic escalates not really step by step. It's it kind of mushroom clouds. Yeah. It's like yeah, like you make one wrong move or if you make one decision that's incorrect and you have this gaping hole that you uh-huh. have to deal with and it's just to me it's just it just meh. It, yeah. it, it was just really meh. So uh, Go check out the blog if you're interested in some more. We have a, an assortment of uh, blog posts about it, beginning with our very first opinions <laughs> through the corrected rules. Yeah. Um, so be sure to follow through on some of that if it's something yeah. you're interested in. But we'll, put, we'll put the blog posts in the description yeah. as well so everybody can follow. So, Eddie handle, don't worry. Eddie handles writing the blog. She's yeah. much better at writing than I yeah. am. He don't do good I, with words. I, I don't do word. So yeah. I will say, at first I was like, I hate this game. Mm-hmm. Once we found the corrected rules, I don't right. hate the game. No. It's still right. not what the three of us are going to play on right. game night because we're yeah. looking for something a little more substantial. Right. But I don't hate the game. And yeah. I think right. it has its place. Like we were saying, sure. if you're going somewhere and you're looking for something to kill time while you're waiting on somebody or you're waiting on sure. food or you're yeah. um, you know, waiting for your kids to get out of whatever, whatever the case may be, um, it has its place because it's really sure. super small and compact sure. and easy to play with it. Um, and like they've both mentioned, I'm a I'm a sucker for a cooperative game much right. more than, the, right. than mm-hmm. a competitive. Right. Um, so so make sure if you happen to get into a version that doesn't say targeted cities, make sure you look that up. It will make a huge right. difference in your gameplay. Yeah. And for somebody that doesn't like competitive games, you sure do win a lot of them. Yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, I still have beef with this game. So... <laughs> If if we were to rate it, I'm uh, rate the game out of five stars. Addy, you would rate it what? Probably about a three. Okay, I would, Danny? Go, I would go two and a half or three. I would go one. I'm like, I am really? the, like the that, couple. I just I just don't like the game. I mean, it's a really neat idea. It's a really cool product. It, it it it's it's done as well as it can be. I just when it comes to the gameplay, I'm I'm eat up with me. Yeah, it just, I just, it's one of those things well, that it, 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 there, there's not a whole lot of those first impressions yeah. really make a difference. Though. Yeah, it, there, there's not a whole lot of there's stuff not, going on there. There's not that much strategy to and, it. It's and not as heavy of a game right. as what we would pick yeah. up today. And, 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 and you know me, I like a lot of abstract strategy games and stuff yes. like that. And this is yeah, this is somewhat abstracted, more difficult the, version of games. Yes, yeah, yeah, this was. <laughs> I, I just like once the, the two or three times that we played it, I'm like, and, and it took us literally five minutes to play a couple times. I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm done with this. You know. Yeah. Now, th- like I said, this isn't going to be somebody who's who's a, who's who's a super gamer or loves playing board games on a regular basis. This is not going to be something for them. This is going to be a, uh, a um, somebody who is just who still thinks that Monopoly is a, is is a is a, strat- a very strategic game. You know, this is the people who are really more um, into family style games and yeah. stuff like that. So this just isn't my thing. And you kind of touched on it too. We played a game in five minutes, right. so yeah. that's. Yeah. Um, that's the kind of game yeah. it is, which is there's, if you ha- there's people right. out there that that's appealing right. to. If you have the attention span of a gnat, this is a good game. <laughs> like, like not, not to crap on things like Catan, mm-hmm. but this is this kind of goes in to me, kind of goes in the vein of, of Catan. Like if you like the stuff like Catan, where it's not deep strategy mm-hmm. or like you said, family games like Monopoly right. or things like that. This is perfect. You've yeah. just created a war talking yeah. about Catan. Catan is, yeah, you're going to get a lot of hate mail on that one. Um, 
guess I, what? I, I, Wait till I talk about Ticket to Ride. I love Catan. I think it's a wonderful game. Um, I think that there's fun. I would ten like times more. more stuff on that than you can do with with, with I would Mint like Crop. To play so Catan more. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I, ha- I have I have a copy of Mint Cooperative that you gave me. Thank yeah. you very much for that. Um, it will uh, it, it will be gifted to somebody who who would, who really is going to enjoy it. And so that's just fine. which is perfectly um, fine. Now. By the way, the Royal Rumble's on, and we're trying to watch a Royal Rumble at the same time that we're doing this, and we're both getting distracted here. It's actually the Royal Rumble match. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. The second game we want to talk about tonight is Let's one that I have... one that we really like. One yes. that I have been talking about for a couple weeks, and we finally got to play a few times. It's called The King is Dead, second edition. Uh, it's done by Osprey Games. This is a two to four player game. I would not play it at four player. Um, <laughs> it's done by Pear Sylvester, and this is actually um, the first version of this came out in twenty. Uh, Might have been twenty fifteen, um, and it was more of an Arthurian uh, legends kind of style, where this one is kind of more of the English and French War of about the fourteenth yeah. century. But this was originally a. A game based off of what was called the, the King of Siam, which I think came out in 2012. So this game looks like a period game. It's done in that manuscript style where you see, uh, if you've seen any of, like, if you look at the like the Monty Python and the Holy Grail, uh, <laughs> or if you see those pages are in that manuscript yeah. style, and all, the artwork is like it's beautiful. Um, to me, it's beautiful. It's very much an area control abstract strategy I, game. I think I had related the artwork to Canterbury Tales. Canterbury Tales. Uh, if if uh, you're if yeah. you're if you're more astute than me, <laughs> he does Canterbury Tales. I do Monty, Monty Python. Python. Yeah, but you kind of get the the visual for that. The game is simple. You have eight spaces on the board. You have eight cards in your hand. You're going to play these cards one time. Uh, or none. You, completely up to you. Um, to so so when, when, you, when you play a card, you're going to do what it says, and then you're going to remove uh, some of the cubes on the on the board. The cubes represent the, the English, the Welsh, and the Scottish yep. uh, clans. So basically, when you do that, you're, like you're going to, for example, one uh, says assemble, where you're going to take one of each of the clans and put them in different regions, and then you're going to take one from one of those regions as well. So from any region. From any region. So <laughs> while you are strengthening one region with that faction, you're weakening it as well, but you're strengthening your own uh, court that you have as well. I think when I wrote it, I called it like a cross between a betting game, almost like when we played Unicorn Fever. Right. Um, and and sort of area control, because you're trying mm-hmm. to balance yeah. your... Right. Ultimately, the goal is for you to have the most cubes in your hand or mm-hmm. pool yep. of the color that also controls the most Correct. entities on the board. Correct. So, um, there, like I said, there's eight. Uh, at the end of each round, uh, we look at uh, whichever one of the the areas is, is up. And wh- whichever color has the most... Uh, uh, cubes in that they're the one that control that so if you have the most blue cubes it's the scottish so on and so forth Mm -hmm. well at the end of the game um you look at see who controls the most areas whoever controls the most areas whoever has the most of that in their court wins the game however comma (laughs) there is a little wrinkle in this as well because if there's ever a tie in one of these areas the french come in those nasty, dirty French. Invade. They invade. And instead of having a yellow or red or blue token, you have a black one. Yep. Now, if you get three of these black tokens where the French have invaded three areas and has succeeded, the game ends immediately. What happens there is that 
all of England is like, oh crap, France is invading. We have to do something about this. So you want to have the most of. Combos. I told you. I told you it was Seth Rollins. <laughs> so um, so uh, you want to have the most of all three of them. So if you have a combo set, combo sets. Yeah. If you have a combo set of the of, of the red, the yellow, and the blue. Whoever ha- that's one point. Whoever has the most combo sets wins the game that way. Because basically you're trying to fight off the nasty, dirty, rotten French. Yep. So. And if you are all about playing chaotically, you try to get the French out. Exactly right. However, Danny, that didn't work out so well for you tonight when you had only two sets. We are not talking about that. Where we each had three sets, and you still made it go ahead and go chaotic. We're not talking about that. We played this game about four or five times already, and and most of them we played with the standard game, where everybody has the same cards. There's no... Uh, hidden aspects yep. to anything, so everybody is knows exactly what's about to happen. There is this thing called the cunning cards that you can use, and what you do is you take three cards out of your deck, and the same three cards out of each deck, and then you replace these with three of these cunning cards, which are one of a kind. So the spy card that you have is not going to be the same as the um, I can't remember all the names of the cards, the cards that I have. So we're yeah. all going to have different things. So now there's a little bit of hidden strategy to it as well. Like the, I, the ones I had the last game I played, I had a couple of them that w- just happened to be where if something uh, was controlled by Scottish, uh, I would be able to do something where you had, had a lot of stuff that was more, more, uh, more of the English and all it, that. Yeah. So don't let this game fool you. There is a ton a of strategy track. in here. There's some p- person that's sitting across the table from me, uh, not to mention any names, Addy, that uh, kept getting um, a little paralyzed by the by the strategy, if you will, but 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 not a good, not in a bad way, because she won every freaking time. Every single like time. she she's she literally won like I think she won three out of the four times. I have all four, but I, yeah. there was a tie. I yeah, think, there. I, th- I think I think I think you and I tied the first one, and then you've won everything else after that. Yeah. So, and there are tiebreak rules. Um, the app just didn't, so, doesn't keep track of that. Coming from somebody, and I told you, said you may have some problems with this because it yeah. gets real crunchy after playing this a few times. What do you think? Yeah. So, Franny started this by saying, I'm a little worried if this is going to give you decision paralysis. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do like to overanalyze strategy in games. And so, um, let me say this I think the number one thing to think about. Don't use your cards too early. You don't get new cards. You mean don't do like I do? Don't dump all your cards before the first territory resolves, or even the first couple, because um, it benefits you to be the last one with cards in your hand, or playable cards in your hand. Yes, it does. Um, (laughs) It can help. So There are some cards that you'll get at the the beginning of the game that you can't use, because you have to put something in next to a Mm -hmm. controlled area. Well, at the beginning of the game, there's not any controlled area. And if the French keep winning, there's still not any controlled areas that you can use. Um, So there is a ton of strategy in here, and I gravitated to this automatically because this is the type of game my dad and I would have played. You know, he taught me chess when I was five or six years old. We've played stuff like Abalone. We've played stuff like like Dude. the the Duke, which I which he loved. I still haven't played Duke um, which uh, is amazing. All these abstract strategy games. Yeah. The, the, uh, Onitama. He loved Onitama. Oh. Loved Onitama. Onitama. Yeah, stuff like that. Fantastic. So this would be something that's right up his act. Plus, his, his major in college, he graduated with a degree in old, old English history. You know, yeah. so, so old English... Um, writing i should say so this would be something that would be right up his alley anyway so i gravitated to this instantly um danny you 
Uh, well, I haven't won a single game, so you know how I feel about it. <laughs> it's it time can, for it to go on the shelf. It, it can go on the shelf and collect dust. Anytime Danny can't win a game after playing it three or four times, he hates it and doesn't want to play it anymore. Absolutely. I don't know that he hates it, though. He he enjoys being the chaotic. I, yeah. I, I, I like being... If, if I know I don't have a chance in winning, like, mm. all right, we're just going to... Pour some gas on this fire. Yeah, but you sheer- started that at the beginning of the game, that third yeah, game we played. I knew I wasn't going to win. <laughs> he gets sheer joy out of look, ruining any strategy yeah, I have Look at the off. history of who's won. Yeah. It's not me, so... It's not me either, but I mean... But, uh, Brady like, and I have tied several times, yeah, but yeah. when you get down to what's, the tiebreaker... What's funny is that like I know the first two or three times we played uh, last week, um, I wanted to see chaos happen, and I wanted to see the, uh, the, the French come in and just beat the crap out of us and see yeah. what happened. And Addie would never let it happen. And she would, would, would just drive me yeah. up the wall. I just I want to see, and, and but because of that she was actually playing a whole lot smarter than you know, we I were. Did and win a game last week, you did on one of these. Yeah, I don't know. We, we've got it marked down somewhere, but so it's it, it was it was one, it's one of those that that. that you know, like like to like tonight, I wasn't realizing what you were doing until mm-hmm. the very end, where I saw that that you had all your cubes yeah. sitting right yeah, there, I, and you were you were in the right so area for that. Just I'm to like, back it up, we uh, were we were we already had two territories so controlled mad. by the French. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan had two complete sets of of combos, and there was a ter- the territory that was up was most likely going to split, and yeah. I knew. If I kept trying to play a card to make it not split, it wasn't going to matter. Something was going to go to the French or here soon because right. I would use yep. up all my cards. Right. So instead, I'm playing cards, which are still keeping it balanced so that it goes to the French. But I was stockpiling cubes in my mm. pool because yep. the only way you get cubes in your own pool is to have played cards. So right. I'm playing cards that are irrelevant right. just to be able to get that cube. So that then I have three complete sets. Now Danny's out of the picture. Now I'm head to head with Franny when I let it go to the French, finally. We both have three sets. Well, the tiebreak rule in a French invasion is it goes to the player that most recently played a card. Yep. Which I had just played in order to get my sets. Yeah. I was trying to keep Danny from from winning anything, and I succeeded in that. But I'd also blown my wad with cards as well. If I had grabbed a different color cube in that last game, yep, it would have been a that's different correct. Outcome because that's correct. I had because you had the plot. Yeah, you had the plot card, which card, which allows yeah. you to, to to basically add one to any one of mm-hmm. your uh, cubes. Yeah, exactly right. So it so, is a thinky game. It's a little yeah. more thinky than it looks on the surface. Like the first time you play it, you might be like. Okay, I'm just going to keep doing this. Well, you'll realize as the gameplay goes on, oh, shoot, I wish I hadn't done that yet, or I wish I had whatever. And so um, don't be surprised if your first play, you're kind of like, this is really simple. By the time you get through it, you're going to go... Oh, there's a lot more strategy yeah. and thinking. Yeah. It's 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 a very subtle game. Like I said, this is for two to four players. I would play this at two. I love this at three. The three of us play yeah. it. Yeah. I would not play this at four because it, basically the four player game is a two on two, and it yeah. just it yeah, it, 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 it doesn't make any sense. And I, I just man don't care about that. Um, gameplay wise, thirty minutes the first time we played it. Yeah, maybe so. twenty minutes every other time. Yeah. yeah. Um, even it took with us the, a little longer yeah. in the variant because we were yeah. each having to refer yeah. to the rules yeah. and I, custom I, cards. I, I love the variant. It's, it's quick. Yeah, it's it's quick. There's a lot going on there. Every move counts. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's just one of those that I, I absolutely love. This is a five-star game for me. This is going to be a five-star game for me. I 
just ha- it, it was just going to happen. This is something that I'm going to bring to the table a hundred times, and uh, I can play it with um, with a couple, completely different group of people, mm-hmm. and every game will be different, and it'll this feel one, different than it does what it does with you guys. Yeah, so, yeah. what do you guys think? Be getting played a lot. Yeah, yeah. And this one I, I got off of. of you got off uh, Amazon. I right? got Amazon. I think it was thirty-eight dollars. Yeah. Uh, so the Amazon link is below. It's a fantastic game. It's simple. It's thick. It's quick. It's difficult. It's strategic. It allows you to mess with your friends and your family, which I love. But it's um, also simple enough to set up and pick up. Like yeah. we're saying, yeah. it's thinky and there's a challenge mm-hmm. to it. Yep. But don't think like don't get the paralysis to take it out of the box, right? Exactly like we right. We all get into this habit of buy a game, put it on the shelf. Exactly don't right. Think that it's so complex you can't bring it, it to the table. Just do it. Simple. It's yeah, simple. It's- Yet still strategic. Yeah. This is like I said. This is this is my favorite game that I've played this year. One of my favorite games that I played this year. Uh, and this is definitely going to be uh, hitting the hitting the table some more. Mm-hmm. I gave it five stars. Addy, what about you? I'm probably around four, but we've talked about before. Yeah. It, it takes a lot for me to give yeah. a game a five. <sighs> it's a tough, I'm gonna have to go one. It's you know I haven't won a single. Game. You are full <laughs> of it. No, this is this is this is a solid solid four four yeah. and a half yeah and i know i said the same thing about project l when we talked a couple last week uh but uh i said th- these are just games that, that i really really gravitate towards so uh they're fun check them out and then we played uh this is to a ride controversial uh, new york. game in this family so this yeah. one this one's going to be fun to talk about uh ticket to ride so, new york so we actually go back we've been playing ticket to ride new york well, we had played it some in the past, played, but we, we opened past. our 2021 with Ticket to Ride New York on New Year's Day. Yeah. So if you're not, I'm sure everyone's pretty familiar with the Ticket to Ride franchise. So New York is a much smaller map than right. your typical yep. Ticket to Ride. Yes. Uh, and that benefits, especially in a two-player game, when it was just Dan and I playing while we were still in mm-hmm. quarantine, because... Um, you're going to be forced to run into each other, right? You try and play on the massive U.S. map and you could never cross paths. Yep. Um, So we like, we like, in quotations, New York better than the big map. This is the only ticket to ride I like. I am a ticket to ride fan. I have it on my phone. I play it quite a good bit. Um, It's, yes. So we're going to assume that you guys are familiar with Ticket to Ride as a franchise. We won't get too much into like the basics of gameplay. Um, But just like in any of it, there's strategy as to picking your cards, strategy as to playing it. So Dan in a two player game is yet to have won as a two player game. In any, yeah, uh, in regular Ticket to Ride, I have yet to win a single game, no matter who's playing with me. In Ticket to Ride New York, in a two player game, I have yet to win i have come very close and if it hadn't been for needing one more train to complete something to get that extra point to push me over even to tie it i would have i could have won so last week we played it as a three player for the first time for the year it might be the first time ever i think we've only played new york as a two player prior to that it is we have only ever played it and um so chris joined in of course and so the three of us played ticket to ride new york and danny is proud to announce that he did win both times two-time winner in three-person ticket to ride new york thank you very much we can retire the game (laughs) so we do have Seven plays of that in too, so it will have to hit our. It will have to hit our. Same with me. Ten by ten. We have 
seven of mint. We have seven so we have mint. to put that out three more mm. times, and that'll complete. And we'll, we will. another of the ten by ten. So my theory on on Ticket to Ride New York is that this is a wonderful two player game. Yes, we played it at three, and it I can I can enjoy it. But for me, I like the big ticket to ride. I like the big maps. I like where there's a lot more options. With this, with with the ticket to ride uh, New York map, it's so small that if your opponent puts one car in the in 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 a certain place, it can mess up how you do any of any of your ticket cards. And since you only have 15 cars to start the game, you don't have a lot of wiggle room to do some roundabouts. That's right? right. When you play the big one, I think you start with. 40 yep. trains. Mm-hmm. So if you have to do a different route to get there, you're okay. Um, I know Dan and I have both hit it where we're like, okay, we've got the cards. We can play it. Oh, cannoli. I need three cards and I only have two left in my pool. Yeah. Right. Um, so that definitely and plays a part. There, there are quite a few routes that will run into each other where oh, yeah. you both need that one spot that only yeah. yep. that doesn't takes, have a double that doesn't path. have right. a double and if you're playing as two players you can't use the double path. Like if you get if you're one of those guys who gets uh anything from like starting from Wall Street going up to Times Square or something like that and you get yeah. something in the middle like at Greenwich Village, like, you're stuck. Yeah. You, that that's six points that you don't get. Yep. Flat out. So they are lower point values than the big game, too. Um, so keep that in mind. I think your right. largest routes may be worth eight. Um, right. I think I think Central Park to, to uh, Wall Street, I think, is eight points. Yeah. I think you're right. And it's the same sort of concept. So it's your total, Your the longer segment is, the more points it's worth. Right. Plus your right. routes completed minus any routes you've drawn that are incomplete. Right. And then instead of having a bonus for longest route like you have in the main one, you get a point for each landmark right. your routes right. touch in mm-hmm. the path. Yeah. The, this is a like I said. The, this was meant. Uh, to, uh, Days of Wonder when they brought this out was was meant to make it like a, two, a simple mm-hmm. two player game. They wanted it to be quick. They wanted to have the same type of strategy. Want to have the same type of crunchiness to it in a ten to fifteen minute game. Yeah, and it's exactly what it is. And it's it's a good game. Um, it's not my favorite. Uh, I, I I want the big maps. I want yeah, I want chaos. It made Franny more than a little sour last yeah, week. Yeah, I wasn't. I was. Sour is not the right word. I was just like, in in both games that we played last week, one car made the difference. Yes. yes. For me, either being able to fulfill my ticket or to just completely just, I'm just, I just have negative points in my hand. Yeah. Um, of course, I, both times I got, what was the one I got that was really annoying? I got Wall Street to, I think, Wall Street to Times Square, I think, is what I got. And I was going one way about it and not going... And Danny just happened to, in one turn, take that uh, that Chelsea uh, that Chelsea pink line right there, mm-hmm. and I wasn't able to do anything. I'm like, well, okay, that's uh, I'm yeah, I'm kind of stuck here. Up for that one for yeah. quite a few turns. Yeah, and uh, and but then also realized, you know, two turns earlier, I played I played the pink route between uh, Gramercy Park and uh, Greenwich Village, and um, I should have waited and done it. The, the other. So, you know, I understand there's things I did, but I, I was more salty at the fact that yeah, I screwed that one up and there's no way I can fix that. So, and that's the problem that I have with this uh, is that it's so small and so compact and so tight of a game. And it's so good. Turn wise, short. But if you make one wrong move, you can't fix that. And there's no good way of, of getting around that. 
Um, kind of like a, when, when, when I hit the microphone uh, when, when we played Fleet. If you didn't get the shrimp boat, yeah. um, or or the, the processing boat, you know, uh, in the second or third turn, you know, it's you're going to be sitting there, just going to be way, uh, with stuff in the yeah, water, not being able to do anything. Yeah, you're behind the you're behind the eight ball, yeah. and it, it, it's a little um, it's a little asinine like that. Yeah. Uh, but it's still a good game. Um, like I said, I, I prefer the the bigger the bigger maps. So, Danny, um, star rating. So, I got two, two for it. As a two-player game, I'm going to give it a five. Uh, I love it as a two-player game. I will keep playing it as a two-player game. Going into three and four players, I would drop it down to a three. Yeah. Okay. Because at the point that you're getting to three or four players, you could be playing the bigger map, yeah. right? And so the bigger map is maybe a better fit for those those larger player games. Um, like I said, the whole franchise is is a favorite of mine. I play it on my phone. I would play the big game if Dan would play it with me. I would play this anytime. Um, so it's probably a solid four for me. Okay. So find other people for us to play it with, and I will definitely sabotage it so you win every time. Yeah. <laughs> this one is going to be uh, probably a two for me. Yeah. Uh, just I, like I said, Ticket to Ride, the the big one is is, is a great game. I, I'll play it anytime we have our big game night and we have forty seven people over here. And we have that big it eight hits. player Ticket to Ride. You know, it's it's great. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll play that, but you know, Hurry it's not my favorite. So we can do that again. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Look, whoever's in charge of things here, open things up so we can have people over again. That'd be great. So, hey, Danny. Um, Hey, what kind of bear is most condescending? What kind of bear is most condescending? Yes. Uh, I don't know what kind of a bear panda. <laughs> this is Danny versus Dad jokes. What kind of noise does a witch's vehicle make? Broom, 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 broom. What's brown and sticky? Not what? Well, it's in the bathroom. Yeah, if you want to see it? A stick. <laughs> Two guys walked into a bar. Third one ducked. Yeah, okay. He's <laughs> How do you get a country girl's attention? Oh, God. I've heard this one before. Oh, I've... you a tractor. A tractor. Exactly right. Why are elevator jokes so classic and so good? The look on Addie's face is just like, why are we doing this? <laughs> why are you doing this to me? Yep. Uh, I don't know. Why? They work on so many levels. Eh. What do you call a pudgy psychic? What do you call a pudgy psychic or mm-hmm. sidekick? Psychic. A fortune teller. <laughs> <laughs> Danny's about to wet himself. <coughs> or just have a coughing fit. Yep. Oh, God. What do you call it when a group of eight apes start a company? Monkey business. What kind of drink can be bitter and sweet? This one's kind of sad, actually. Reality. <laughs> that one kind of sucks. Um, Boom. Boom. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So, Addie, I have a question for you. Yeah. Are you ready to build your first commander deck yet? No. I will play what you guys have built. No, I am not because playing. Because I'm doing all the building for I will you. let you two build. I will play. Um, but no, I will not build. I don't know. You, you you piloted it so well tonight when you she, played. I don't yeah. think I know enough. Oh, BS. To you build it. No, enough. I don't know enough of the cards or the like words or the strategy to build yep. it. I can sit here and play Here's it. Here's a secret. Neither do I. She's going to come to you one of these days and say, you know, I want to play with 
this guy or this card or this idea. I would assume I know what yeah. those cards are. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. Well, There's we, a lot of balls in the air right now. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to learn magic cards is not up in the in the cards. Um, just to give an update real quick on our challenges. We talked about all the challenges. Oh, yeah, the challenges, yeah. Um, so we have, we're at 32 plays in, considering it's the 31st of January. We're yep. sticking to that. I still think 200 is too low of a number, but we're saying 200 <laughs> for now. We'll stick with it um, for now. If we creep too, if we get too close to it too early in the year, we'll bump it up. Yeah, we're, we're pretty much staying on track by the end of the week when we play catch up to having played one a day more or less, right? We're yeah. at 32 on the 31st. Um, we've had nine different new to us games in that 100 game challenge. That's the one that sort of concerns me a little bit. <laughs> we got a ways to go on some of that, but we're, we've been replaying some I can, games. I can send you to gigabytes to pick some up. I no, get, no, no, no. The point is not to go buy a hundred new games. The point is to tackle the hundreds of games in the basement that haven't been played. That's, there's not hundreds. There's not hundreds. There's like 10 to 15 that are new to us that haven't been played yet. I I'm willing to bet there's, there's more, than, more that, than that, dude. I, I'm calling BS on that one. Yeah, guarantee there's more than 10 to 15. Um, but we've been enjoying playing some games multiple times. Like King is Dead. If we'd only played it once, it would have been like, okay, we like it. Move on to the next game. So yeah. that that 100 new games challenge yeah. has sort of taken a backseat to us. Right. Just, yeah. It's it's been a priority in picking a game, right. but then once we're playing it, we want to keep playing that game. Um, and then in that ten by ten, we like we mentioned, we have seven each of Mint and Ticket to Ride New York, and four, four each King of is dead, King right? is Dead and Fleet are kind of the top okay. four right now. Yep. So um, yep. working our way through those challenges Excellent. for twenty twenty one. Yep. And then once you, so you're gonna have the ten by ten done by March. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe no ten different games. We'll have. We'll have at least two of them done by right. by mid February, yeah. and then yeah. we have to get the yeah. other eight games figured out that we want to play ten times. Right. Um, <clears throat> well, King we'll is Dead is going to be one of them. Yeah, yeah we're that, that, that's going to play at least fifteen more times before yeah. we get tired of it. Um, and, and that's one thing I wanted to say about it is that I really like the the cunning cards in it because if we played the same thing every time, it yeah. would get a little samesy, yeah. where you know what cards they have. But having those those twelve random cards really really well, helps. We did that game in our first game tonight. There was a point where I said, okay, I know Dan's played this, and I know three of the cards he has he can't play yep. at least, so he only has one playable card left. And I was that's playing correct. off of that. That's correct. So having that um, yep. variant of cards. Yep. Helps it, with that. I it, would say though, play your first round or two using the way it's supposed to be. Oh, sure. Don't sure. start Absolutely. adding those in until you get sure. a, you feel comfortable with what sure. the cards do. I love, I love how, how we started talking about that game again. It's just it just, it it's just amazing. It's worth it. So next week when we talk, uh, we'll have uh, it'll be uh, Kaldheim for Magic has, has come out, so yeah. we'll have some stuff to talk about. We'll have to yeah, find something. Next week's the official release of it. Is the official yeah. release. We we'll have to find something for Addy to talk about. Addy. Addy's good to talk. Yeah. We're good. And then maybe escape room. And then no, next week we're, we're gonna do that. Oh yeah, we're gonna we do the escape room one too. That that's right. That's something else um, Addy and I have done a lot of. We've done a lot. And of. then and then we also had two games that we tried last week that we owe a second, at least second, if not more, attempt to uh, to do. Them find justice. the rules for that one game. Tobito first because yeah, they were translated. Um, you can tell they're translated. Yeah, there there there's some rough mm. translation with it. Yep. I think it would play fine if you played it two-player, because yeah. that's sure. how the, the instructions are depicted. Sure. I think it would play fine as a four-player game, because you mm -hmm. just kind of become two-on-two. Two. Yeah. 
Um, I think trying to play it as a right. three-player game is where we right. got into some questions yeah. on right. the rules. And right. then the other one was one Franny brought with yeah. us. That's a wrap. Uh, yeah. It's called That's a Wrap. Yeah, it's about filmmaking. We're going to play that one again in the next week or so. And yeah, see we, we, owe it, it. we owe it we another owe it good seven, try. Yeah. We were... Uh, right. We were not in a good headspace when yeah. we pulled it out. So uh, we'll, we'll try that in the next week in Magic, and then we'll and we'll start a new segment called "I Swear I Didn't, I didn't Back, back This back. on Kickstarter." <laughs> so we're gonna let you go uh, uh, this evening. So uh, thank you for listening, Addy. Anything to say at the end? I think that's it. We'll see cool. you guys next week. Danny, yeah. anything for you? Stay tuned on the website and the blog. Yes, and the podcast. Exactly. So we are now on Apple Podcasts. We are on Google Podcasts. Yep, that's right. No, not yet. Okay, I have not submitted that. We are hosted directly on the website. So whichever way you're finding us, be sure to let us know. Thank you for it. Um, And you've got Instagram. uh, uh, Yep, quite a bit on Instagram. That's correct. The YouTube channel is linked on the website as well. Um, We'll get that up and running again soon. And like we mentioned, uh, all of us have emails. It's just our first name at flamingmeeple.com. Sure. So if you want to reach out to any of us, you have any comments about what we've said, and you can always leave comments in the blog and in the podcast too. Leave us your thoughts and comments. Shoot us an email. Let us know if there's something you specifically want us to try. Addie is the one that runs things around here, so uh, she keeps in in line. Come up with the idea, and Addie, I let Addie. Run with it and do whatever. Run with it because she has better planning than I do. Yep. So if for, you're enjoying the podcast, definitely leave a review though. Yep. So for Addie and Danny, this is Chris. Hey Danny. Hey Chris. Why do birds fly south for the winter? I don't know. Because it's too far to walk. Duh. We'll see you next week. <laughs>